I'm learning that um, I can't let my imagination get a hold of anything. I work and he's at home. And um, if, if I let my imagination run wild, then I will have a really bad day at work. But we pray together at every meal. We pray together before I go off to work. We pray together before we go to bed in the evening. We're, um, we listen better, I think, now than ever. Mm. Welcome to Intentional Living. I'm Dr. Randy Carlson. Elizabeth is sharing how when broken trust occurs in a marriage, it creates a different dynamic often in terms of how we relate to each other, the level of trust that we can have with each other. And as I say often in my teaching, it's hard to build trust. It takes time. Sometimes it takes uh, weeks, months, years uh, to build trust, but it's so easy to lose. And then it's even more difficult to rebuild. So today, if uh, you've been a trust breaker or someone in a relationship has broken trust, here's the good news. God is a healing God. He's a forgiving God. He's a restoring God. And my encouragement is to together work on rebuilding that relationship, rebuilding that trust. Don't allow the brokenness and the trust to keep you from proceeding in the direction that will honor God. If you have a comment on this topic today, you're welcome to join us and leave it on our comment line at 888-888-1717. That's 888-888-1717. Press number two to go to our comment line. Dr. Carson, this is Karen. I was calling you to um, just kind of give you some information about myself as living an intentional life. My husband and I have been really struggling the last two years of our marriage. We've been married for 27 years. He decided to have an affair with a 27-year-old, and he's 53 years old. The 27-year-old that he decided to have the affair with, choose to stay in this relationship with him, uh, regardless if I know or don't know. Uh, and so I have just been dealing with it um, day by day and praying that the Lord lead me or uh, what to do. A big part of me wants to divorce and just let it go, but another part of me is just, like I say, dealing with it day from day. Hmm. We can do better in our marriages, can't we? 888 is our center number here. Tammy's on the line. Tammy, welcome. Hello, Dr. Dr. Carlson. Appreciate your um, call. What's your question? I'm calling you from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and recently I went to your seminar um, here. Mm -hmm. um, my husband is in, um, claims to be a believer, but very much acting like an unbeliever. Um, I've gone to my pastor many times. I attend um, a church here in Albuquerque, Believer Center, and I've gone to him several times asking for assistance and help. I've gone to my pastor and told him what was going on. Um, I found some pornographic material in my home that uh, we've only been married one year. Next month, um, found some pornographic material in my home, and my husband denies, first denied that it was his, and then said he's, that I'm using it against him as... Um, well, what has this done to your spirit, Tammy? What's going on in your life? It's agonizing. Um, I, I've had a lot of medical problems. Uh -huh. And um, I, I'm, I'm calling you actually en route right now to the VA hospital. I'm a veteran, and I'm getting, seeking care there. 
Um, so, so, but I've had severe stomach problems mm. and emotional problems because of it. And yeah. I'm just trying to seek God's will and counsel concerning it. My pastor says that when there's been adult, when there's been pornographic problems like that, that I have by biblical standard an opportunity to just leave the marriage but i'm 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 just trying to make good decisions at this point well tammy a couple things i'm glad you're getting medical care if you're having physical symptoms you're taking care of yourself secondly i'm glad you're getting care for your your spirit and your spiritual life with your pastor i always recommend people when they get into these really serious discussions that involve marriage and so on, that they really seek spiritual help from their spiritual advisor, their in this case, your pastor. So that's a good thing. Let me make a couple observations in general, however. Uh, when we talk about marriage, marriage by definition is the most intimate of all human relationships. And whenever a marriage is built on anything other than a solid foundation of respect and love, which includes trust, when you don't have those pieces as foundations, kind of like the cement underneath your home or the cement on your driveway, it holds up the weight of the car, the weight of the house, see? And whenever we don't have these foundational pieces in place, all the superstructure, you know, all the wood and mortar and everything else you try to build upon it, uh, it just can't hold it. And that's why this topic is such a foundational issue. And if we don't get back to putting in the right foundation and dealing with the foundation, the rest of it is just it's just a facade. You know, it's something that's fake and phony and not real. So to be practical with you, I'm glad you're seeing your pastor. I'm glad you're getting medical advice. But I would encourage you and your husband, if you guys want to make this marriage work, if he wants to be married to you, and if you guys want to have intimacy in your marriage, if you want to have the life that God intended for you, you've got to deal with truth. You cannot build a substantial, long-term, healthy, intimate marriage on anything other than truth. The rest of it is a facade. It will not work. In 40 years of working with people, I can tell you it will not work. It didn't work in the past. It won't work in the future, and it won't work now. And so ultimately, I would encourage you and your husband just to put the proverbial cards on the table. If there's a porn problem, deal with it. There's help for that. If there's a lack of communication and honesty, communicate, work on that. But it comes back to the two of you making a commitment to make this a priority. Let me pray with you, Tammy, because I know you're struggling today as, uh, as you go to see the doctor. And I'm going to pray that, uh, that you'll get some real healing physically Doctor Randy, and spiritually. Yeah. Can I tell you that I did ask my husband to go and sit with my pastor with me, and that's um, I've t- told him that that's what we need to do with my pastor. My pastor is more than willing to do that, mm-hmm. and he's he's not. Um, well, what does he responding. want? He wants to stay in the marriage, but I don't want to stay in a marriage that he won't be honest. Does he with know me. that? Does he know that you're ready to pack up and move? Yes. And he says what? He says he, he's he. He has said he will not. So far, he's not wanting to go and see the pastor. But I've just let him know that that is that is what I need. I need for him to go and. Sit All right. So you've made a prerequisite. Pastor. You've said unless you go and get counseling, unless we work this through, I'm out of here. Yes, sir. And he says I'm not going. 
Yes, sir. Okay. Well, uh, I think all of America listening is probably thinking the same thing I am. Um, if that were my wife and I wanted to be in this marriage and I didn't understand what's going on, I'd say, I don't want to do it. It's not comfortable. But I'll tell you what, my marriage is worth this. My marriage is worth sitting down and dealing with the issues in front of us right now. I'm going to pray for your wisdom, Tammy, because you're, you're holding, as they say sometimes, the cards right now. I mean, at the end of the day, you're saying, hey, either do this or I'm out of here. And um, I, I would pray that the two of you wouldn't end up in that trail. I would pray the two of you would end up before God having healing and restoration to have an intentional marriage, because I know it's possible, and I know you can do it, and I know with God's help it's possible. But uh, like I tell people, God does the saving, we do the living. And unless we make a decision to be intentional, it ain't going to get done. I've been a Christian most of my life, involved and active in church and in ministry. My wife and I have been married for 18 years. A year ago, she and I were separated because I'd been lying to her for 12 years off and on about talking inappropriately to women in chat rooms online. We have four children as well. Since then, I have been on a journey to get my life lined up with God and the truth of His Word. But my wife has sought divorce, and in the midst of this, I believe that God is still there and I am still following the right path as I seek Him. My prayer is that my wife will see me as a man of God and that as the husband that she married, and that I would be the, the man that's truthful and trustworthy, but mostly that that would be real for me regardless of the outcome. Thank you. We'll be praying for you as we do um, all of our listeners. And we have a prayer ministry here, a prayer community, and these requests go into the prayer community. We have people praying around the world, around the clock, and uh, we love you guys. I was thinking as I was talking to Denise about, uh, int about intentional living, you know, the real message of intentional living, this idea of really understanding that God has in His Word a standard for living that is built on excellence. It's not built on pain. It's built on excellence. And when we live a what I call a biblical life, a life that's in accord with God's plan, it makes our life simpler, less painful. See, I, I tend to stand at the intersection of uh, people passing by with a lot of pain, a lot of dumb choices, frankly. And God doesn't <laughs> didn't intend for us to have to go down that path quite so often. So intentional living really isn't so much, even though it is partly, helping people get out of pain by living intentionally. The big part of it is hopefully to keep you out of it, to help you avoid the next great big uh, you know, hole that you're going to walk into in our lives. And we do that every day, financially, in our marriage, our health, and so on. And uh, we're here to say, when we follow what the Bible teaches and live intentionally, stretching into living intentionally, it prepares the way for us then to, um, to avoid some of these things in our lives. You can come join us. We're talking about trust today. How have you rebuilt trust? Maybe there's one thing that you have done to build trust in your marriage that's really worked. What is it? Tell us. 888-888-1717. 888, -888, -888, -888 
1717. Linda asks a question. She says, can you trust without respect? Can you respect without trust? It's a great question. It really is. Like I opened the show today, I said, it's hard to build trust, it's easy to lose trust, and it is exceptionally difficult to rebuild it. That's why so many marriages, when they go through an affair, or like you heard the caller, when there's pornography and other kinds of things where there's forgiveness and there can be reconciliation and restoration, so often it does not occur because it's so exceptionally difficult to rebuild. It's hard to build in the first place. It's exceptionally difficult to rebuild. But it's possible. With with God, all things are possible. There's hope. And it's a matter of um, trusting God, trusting Him, as the Scripture says, uh, lean not on your own understanding, as, as the writer of Proverbs says here. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. He'll make them straight. So the trust begins with God. 1717 My name is Sylvia. I've been with my husband for 28 years, married 20 of those years, and we've been having financial stress for five years. And he started talking with a coworker of his about our financial problems. And in the meantime, he's gotten close to this coworker. Asked my husband who she was. He admitted she was just a friend. But yet, he would not sleep with me anymore. He did not want to talk to me at all. I was begging him every day to quit talking to this woman, quit texting to this woman. So we're at the point where he got sick of me nagging him about what's going on and I just wonder, I had so many people tell me that, you know, maybe I need to start going to church and ask for help, you know, through God. I have a lot of people praying for me, but I don't feel like nothing has changed and I'm lost. Mm. Hey, listen, let me just encourage you if you're listening, you left that spot with us, but let me encourage you if you're listening, that it's important for you to stay the course on what God has intended for your life to get involved in a church, to get good counseling around yourself, people you trust. So often I have experienced when working with people that when people do stupid things that hurt us, instead of staying solid like a rock, we can do stupid things in in return. And in the process, not only do we hurt the possibility of rebuilding a relationship, but we hurt ourselves and our spirit. So I'd encourage you not to do that. Today, we're talking about trust breakers. It's a big topic. If you want to weigh in with a comment, you're welcome to share it at uh, theintentionallife.com or call us and leave it on our comment line, 888-888-1717. That's 888-888-1717. And when you get answered there, we'd love to hear your story of what God's doing in your life when it comes to building trust. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Laughter, fun, hope. You'll experience all of this at the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night. What's the process to build an intentional marriage? The reality is there should be a great big sign across our foreheads on the day we get married that says, Assembly Required. You'll have a great time at the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at New Beginnings Church in Albuquerque. Register now at theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. 
Hope you'll do it. Listen, the Gold Circle sold out. General admissions going fast. Limited space. Hope you'll be there. Bring some friends. Be a part of it. November the 4th. Go to theintentionallife.com. In addition, we're going to laugh. We're going to learn. But I'm going to teach you some things from a lot of years of experience of counseling and working with couples. There are some things that can derail your marriage. Nip them in the bud, as they say, early. One thing is lack of agreement. Maybe you're finding yourself not agreeing about how you're going to raise your kids or spend your money or about your faith or your roles in the marriage. Do you know how to solve problems? Do you wrestle with doing that? There are principles of intentional living that can release that and give you freedom and peace. Ineffective communication is a killer in marriage. Criticism and uh, defensiveness undermine a relationship. Emotional blocking is huge. I'm going to teach you how to be better communicators We're going to talk about poor habits. We all have some. 50% of what we do every day is habitual, but it can really destroy our marriage when it comes to some of the habits of maybe personal care or social media or time or maybe even addictions. We'll talk about it. And then unforgiveness, learning to forgive, the power of forgiveness. It's all part of what we'll be talking about. Hope you'll get your tickets November 4th. Go to theintentionallife.com. Successful people are intentional about the words that they speak. The next word that comes out of their mouth. I think successful people are intentional about the next minute and how they're going to use it. I think successful people are intentional how they spend the next dollar. Very intentional. Intentional living and the small things that get us into trouble. You know, we're here at the end of the month. And I just want to say thanks to all of you who have been so supportive of the radio station and for your support. Thank you for allowing us to continue to do this and understanding that intentional living is a part of what we do. It's funded separately, and your support allows us to do this on the radio and through our podcast. And this month, we're getting close to the end now, the lesson is on when small things aren't so small. We'll get that to you if you join the ministry today. And we handpicked from my bookshelf a book that I wanted to get to all new members this month from Max Lucado. And it's on this topic of how can we outlive our lives? What does that mean? It means when we get to the end of our lives, we've invested in the lives of other people, made a difference and for eternity. People will live on after we're gone here on the earth and we've impacted them. And that's the way I want to live. And I think you do too. And this book will be just so practical. Max is such a great writer. Max Lucado, How to Outlive Your Life. And it's our gift to all new members today for Intentional Living. Just go to theintentionallife.com, theintentionallife.com. Just a reminder to our friends in New Mexico and Albuquerque, talking about marriage today, don't miss the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night. It could be a life changer for you. Get your tickets. Again, go to theintentionallife.com. Marriage, um, we struggled and struggled, and I would constantly pray for the Lord to, to change my husband's heart. And in return, He changed my heart and tendered my heart. And my husband and I have the most amazing marriage. Um, Dr. Randy actually, a long time ago, had a program on where a lady wanted to leave her husband, and he said for 30 days to do things to please him and see how that went. And I did that, and just the Lord is just working amazingly in our life. All right, Elizabeth is in Texas. Hi there, Elizabeth. Hello. Appreciate your call. Have you guys been through um, rebuilding trust? Yes, yes. What, what have you More been learning? What have you been learning? 
I've, I'm learning that um, I can't let my imagination get a hold of anything. Mm. I, you know, I work and he's at home and um, I can't, you know, if, if I let my imagination run wild, then I will have a really bad day at work. Yeah. But we pray together at every meal. We pray together before I go off to work. We pray together before we go to bed in the evening. We're, um, we listen better, I think, now than ever. Now, was there a time um, when you had trust and then it got broken? Yes. Okay. So you're in the rebuilding process. Yes. Which is going to take time. Now, is, is your husband being trustworthy? He is now. He was very untrustworthy for a little while. All right. So he's in the process of changing, and you're in the process of watching that change to see if it's real. Yes. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth, just a couple of things. I'm sure you're learning this as you go this path is a lot of the responsibility is on your husband to make sure he is trustworthy and providing for you the kind of road stops that you need along the way to feel comfortable. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Accountability and so on. Not that he, you know, you want to, he wants to live in bondage, nor do you want him to live in bondage, but. No. But at the same time, it's a process. And is he, is he living up to that? Is he providing that kind of. Um, yeah, what you need? he really is. He is. Um, and if I have my, and I have my days where, you know, I wonder, I just wonder, and he, I just sit down and I talk to him and he listens. Good. And he doesn't get angry. Good. And he says, it's my job to show you that I'm, I'm you know, I'm worth trusting again. There you go. And that means a lot to you, doesn't it? It sure does. Hey, listen, hang on to each other. Hang on to God together as a couple. Understand that this is a process that you're going through. Uh, Trust is one of those things in life, like building muscles. It takes some exercise. It takes time. There's a process to it. And you're going to have good days and bad days. But in the process, really learning to trust God is a daily, daily commitment. You know, many of you try to get through, can't get you all on the air. You can join the Facebook discussion on Building Trust and Marriage or on Twitter at uh, the IL Center or on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash Intentional Living. While I was being the wife of 34 years, I found out that my husband had been searching the Internet for at least 10 years and checking out porn for over 30 years of our marriage. And I also found out that he was pursuing sex on the outside through the internet. He had his alias name, receiving mail. He was downloading pictures, videos, chat lines, amateur videos. And all the while, I was oblivious to this. I'm a chaplain, and sadly, our marriage is now over with because he didn't believe he had an issue or a problem and would go for help, and I wouldn't allow it in my own. Well, wow, that's a very painful testimony or story, and I and I I appreciate you sharing it. I know it's a very personal to you, and uh, the fact that you send out a warning to others, I think, and I would say to men and women listening today that this particular issue today, when we talk about fidelity in marriage, about trust in marriage, 
I've often said that it, you know, you can you, you build trust over a lifetime. And it takes time to build trust, but it can be lost in a very brief moment. And I and I also quickly add for those of you right now, maybe there's been a breach or a break of trust in your marriage. And I did a Facebook live just a, a few weeks ago where I talked about the research showing that when people rush off to divorce and say, you know, I'm over and this marriage is over and I'm out of here, that 30 to 50% of people later say they regret doing so. And I know that there are situations where there's abuse or um, danger where this kind of thing is necessary. And certainly when you have a person who just refuses to change, refuses to be faithful, refuses to ask for forgiveness and get help, that uh, there can be real challenges in a marriage. But I think as we go through this today and we talk about some of these very difficult issues, I just pray that uh, we can see some reconciliation. I would say to those of you who've been unfaithful in your marriage, get help, get to the root of the issue, and uh, really seek God. Be intentional in your life. You got a lot at stake right now. And to, to do this intentionally is a powerful thing. All right, we just have a few minutes left in the program. I think we had a few questions or comments uh, from our comment line we wanted to want to share. I think we have a, the, um, a lady on the line from a comment who wants to, uh, to share with us. Take a listen. Hi, my name is Terska. Um, I'm having trust issues in my marriage. I've never been able to trust my husband, and I just found some stuff that makes me distrust him even more. And I honestly want to leave the marriage, and I don't want to be with him because I don't want to deal with that. And then my life would be so much easier if I didn't have to deal with him. But I know it's not what I want. It's what God wants. So if you guys could have someone pray for me about that, that would be great. Um, have a blessed day. Bye. Mm, Herska, listen, I'm sorry you're going through this. There, there are times in marriage uh, when there's been a breach or break in trust. It needs to be confronted and uh, lovingly confronted, but firmly confronted. Um, God intends for us to live in a marriage relationship and faithfulness to each other. Sometimes there's a breach in that in that uh, occurring, and boy, that's where really the pain begins and the difficulty in the relationship begins and the requirement to be intentional at that point in getting healing for yourself. If you're the one that's uh, been uh, creating the issue, um, perpetuating that uh, lack of trust, uh, and for those who are affected by it, because it affects everybody, the kids, the marriage, the relationships. And I pray that uh, you'll you'll find healing for yourself through that. Mm, thank you, Herska. I think I have time from a pilot who wants to share a comment. Go right ahead. Hey, hello, Dr. Uh, Carlson. You're talking about trust today. Uh, I am out of town about four days a week as an airline pilot. And I'll be honest with you, if I couldn't trust my wife, I could not do that career. Uh, likewise with her, she has to trust me when I'm out on the road. And so it's a two-way street. Without trust, it would be real tough. But anyway, we've uh, been able to manage 32 years of marriage. And uh, other than communication, trust is probably right up there with, uh, with communication. God bless you. Have a great day. All right. Thank you for sharing, everybody. I hope today there's um, been one person at least or one couple that will find the path to reconciliation and healing in your marriage relationship. If you'd like to hear the program again or share it with someone, it's on podcast. Wherever you find your podcast, just put in Intentional Living and we'll be there. So I want to say thanks to Stephen, to uh, Laura, to uh, Derek and Gino and the rest of the team behind the scenes that help make the program available every day. I'm Dr. Randy. Remember, be safe. 
and be intentional.